Citizens' Almanac, Section 15, The Bill of Rights, and Emancipation Proclamation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Melvin Lee. The Citizens' Almanac, Fundamental Documents, Symbols, and Anthems of the United States by U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Section 15. The Bill of Rights, 1791. Following the successful creation of a new constitution, which outlined the form and structure of the U.S. government, a public debate concerning the need to protect individual freedoms arose. Many believed that guarantees of individual rights were not needed because, under the Constitution, the people held all power not specifically granted to the central government. Others, with the memory of British tyranny fresh in their minds, demanded a list of individual rights that could be guaranteed to all citizens. As the debate wore on, Thomas Jefferson, then serving as ambassador to France, wrote a letter to James Madison back in America stating, A bill of rights is what the people are entitled to against every government on earth, general or particular, and what no just government should refuse or rest on inference. This position quickly gained popularity and compromise was finally reached. Several states, in their formal ratification of the Constitution, asked for such amendments while others ratified the Constitution with the understanding that the amendments would be offered during the first meeting of Congress. On September 25, 1789, the first Congress of the United States offered 12 amendments to the Constitution that addressed individual freedoms. Two were not ratified immediately but the remaining ten were ratified by three-fourths of the state legislatures on December 15, 1791. These first ten amendments became known as the Bill of Rights. Emancipation Proclamation Abraham Lincoln, 1863 As the fierce fighting of the American Civil War entered its third year, President Abraham Lincoln acted to give a new war aim to the soldiers of the Union Army. On January 1, 1863, Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, which effectively freed the slaves in the states openly rebelling against the United States. The Civil War quickly became not only a fight to preserve the Union, but also a cause for the spread of freedom to all Americans. Many of the recently freed slaves joined the Union Army or Navy, and fought bravely for the freedom of others. The proclamation was greeted with celebration in Boston, New York, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere. In order for these words to become reality, however, much more fighting was still to come. By the end of the American Civil War in 1865, almost 200,000 African Americans had fought for the Union. In December of that year, the U.S. Constitution was amended to free all slaves living in any part of the United States. The 13th Amendment completed the work that the Emancipation Proclamation had begun, ending all slavery in the United States. Emancipation Proclamation, January 1, 1863 By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. Whereas, on the 22nd day of September, 
in the year of our lord one thousand eight hundred and sixty two a proclamation was issued by the president of the united states containing among other things the following to wit that on the first day of january in the year of our lord one thousand eight hundred and sixty three all persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state the people whereof shall then be in rebellion against the united states shall be then thenceforward and forever free and the executive government of the united states including the military and naval authority thereof will recognize and maintain the freedom of such persons and will do no act or acts to repress such persons or any of them in any efforts they may make for their actual freedom that the executive will on the first day of january aforesaid by proclamation designate the states and parts of states if any in which the people thereof respectively shall then be in rebellion against the united states and the fact that any state or the people thereof shall on that day be in good faith represented in the congress of the united states by members chosen thereto at elections wherein a majority of the qualified voters of such state shall have participated shall in the absence of strong countervailing testimony be deemed conclusive evidence that such state and the people thereof are not then in rebellion against the united states now therefore i abraham lincoln president of the united states by virtue of the power in me vested as commander-in-chief of the army and navy of the united states in time of actual armed rebellion against the authority and government of the united states and as a fit and necessary war measure for suppressing said rebellion do on this first day of january in the year of our lord one thousand eight hundred and sixty three and in accordance with my purpose so to do publicly proclaimed for the full period of one hundred days from the day first above mentioned order and designate as the states and parts of states wherein the people thereof respectively are this day in rebellion against the united states the following to wit arkansas texas louisiana except the parishes of st bernard plaquemines jefferson st john st charles st james ascension assumption terrebonne la fourche st mary st martin and orleans including the city of new orleans mississippi alabama florida georgia south carolina north carolina and virginia except the forty-eight counties designated as west virginia and also the counties of berkeley acomac northampton elizabeth city york princess anne and norfolk including the cities of norfolk and portsmouth and which accepted parts are for the present left precisely as if this proclamation were not issued and by virtue of the power and for the purpose aforesaid i do order and declare that all persons held as slaves within said designated states and parts of states are and henceforward shall be free and that the executive government of the united states including the military and naval authorities thereof will recognize and maintain the freedom of said persons and i hereby enjoin 
upon the people so declared to be free to abstain from all violence unless in necessary self-defense and i recommend to them that in all cases when allowed they labor faithfully for reasonable wages and i further declare and make known that such persons of suitable condition will be received into the armed services of the united states to garrison forts positions stations and other places and to man vessels of all sorts in said service and upon this act sincerely believed to be an act of justice warranted by the constitution upon military necessity i invoke the considerate judgment of mankind and the gracious favor of almighty god in witness whereof i have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the united states to be affixed done at the city of washington this first day of january in the year of our lord one thousand eight hundred and sixty three and of the independence of the united states of america the eighty seventh by the president abraham lincoln william h seward secretary of state end of section fifteen